Welcome to Making Chips. We believe that manufacturing is challenging, but if you are connected to a community of leaders, you can elevate your skills, solve your problems, and grow your business. I'm your host, Jim Carr, and I'm joined back in the studio with my good friend, Jason Zanger. Jay-Z. Hey, yeah, it's great to How be back, doing? man. I'm, I'm very excited to be back in our studio. It's great to be here. It feels good to be back on Goose Island here at our home, in our, our home studio here at DMDII. It's, I, every time I walk in the front door here and go through security and see the beautiful machinery and equipment and this high-tech facility, it gets me excited, as always, about manufacturing, and it really elevates me and inspires me to bring a good podcast episode to the metalworking nation. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, and you, know, you know what was also inspiring? We just recently got an email from Rich Hoster, the president of Smith & Richardson. And you know he just sent us a little bit of encouragement. He said, you know, keep up all the good work, helping to build a stronger manufacturing community. And you know, to be quite honest with you, we love getting that kind of encouragement because this is hard sometimes to to really stay on the ball and and deliver this content and you know so it's just nice to hear from the president of a manufacturing company giving Jim and I um, the encouragement to keep bringing um, this valuable content from making chips to the metalworking community. Yeah, Jason's absolutely right. It, it is not easy to get you know to coordinate schedules and uh, content and how structured am I. I got oh, I got no structured. Yes. I got to know Jim's what like, we're... well you're going to say this then and I'm going to say this then. I'm like, "Jim, can we just have a conversation?" No. No, we can. I got to know. And he's I... gotten worse over the years yeah, too. Yeah. Well, my age, you know, that's that's what it is. Part of it. But um no, it feels good to be back in the studio with you, Jason. Um I know uh you've been out with uh on baby duty. I have. Yeah. yeah. Little Deacon James Zenger was born at the very end of March. What is his birthday? Last day of March. Last day of March. Yep. Born here in Chicago. Nice. Yeah. So. How many pounds? Uh, he was seven and a half pounds and uh, 19 and a half inches. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. He's going to be a little brawler just like his other brothers. Beautiful, happy little yes. baby. Oh, huge head of Now, oh, I got to tell the metalworking nation, Jason, Amanda, Jason's wife, wanted to name him James. But I vetoed that. Yeah, I know because he just did, like, he I didn't want to. I cannot name my son the same name. <laughs> He doesn't like me that much, <laughs> but no, I'm, just I'm not. Jo- I'm, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to run in the corner and cry and have all these uh, big monster tears. But your name being James was a thought, but it wasn't the reason that we would have chosen or not chosen it. That's fine. I'm just glad to have got <laughs> got it in there somewhere. But yeah, it's his. Middle I wish name, you all so the best of luck. We named I really after, do. We named his middle name after you, Jim. I know. Thank you. Thank you. I, I just wish you all and Amanda the best of luck. Thank you. It's and been tiring. I mean, I'm I'm really low dude, on the sleep. Wait till they're wait till they're in high school. Oh, and I and, I'm, and the well, teenage years. Yeah, come. I know that's one thing to worry. But like right now, it's just you know trying to keep the other boys from you know waking them up and helping Mama do her, the things that she's got to do for the baby. So. And we live in a little tiny house with four kids. Well, you're going to have so, to change that really soon. I know. So we yeah. have one kid in our bedroom. We have two kids in a loft that doesn't have a door. And then we have one of the other kids in uh, his own bedroom. So, yeah, it's tight. Yeah. Fix it. Yep. Got to buy a new house. Yeah. Anyway, Jason, you know, actually, we got a beautiful day today in Chicago. I mean, it's mid-April and we've been, yes. I, we've been still having snow. 
I know. Have you noticed like the, everyone's been like depressed and like, when is spring? When is summer going to get here? It's been rough. But today is an absolutely beautiful day. I drove in from the suburbs to, to Goose Island and then the sunshine, it's going to be 60 degrees. And I thinking, you know, we're, we're going to be interviewing um, a VP from AMT IMTS today. And I thought, my gosh, that's just, you know, five months down the road. And I'm, I'm super excited. You know, you know what I'm excited about, Jason? What are you excited about, Jim? I don't live in the city anymore. I don't get to go out to all these really awesome restaurants anymore. So I'm looking yeah, for- Yeah, it's mostly Applebee's and Chili's for you, right? No, no. We don't go out anymore. We just don't go out to dinner. <laughs> my wife's making dinner most of the time now. That's nice, which though. actually, that's good because we, you know, it's a little bit more healthier right. to eat at home and uh, save a couple dollars at the same time. But um, I'm looking forward to, you know, Peter Eelman is going to be in town um, next month. And uh, IMTS AMT invited us to do their Around Chicago video series and talk about the new restaurants. Well, and yeah. I'll- I mean, if there's something like besides machining that you and I know really well. It's eating and going out to restaurants. So it's definitely one of our favorite things. And Cabernet Sauvignon. Well, that's one of yours. Yeah, it is one of mine for sure. But yeah, I'm super excited. IMTS, again, is right around the corner, and I'm looking forward to having Peter Eelman in our studio in just uh, a few. And also being a part of that video series around Chicago. So look out for that video. You'll see Jim and I having some food, maybe drinking some wine at some Chicago restaurants that you can make some reservations at. Bam, that sounds really, really fun. So other than new baby Jason. I know that's been encompassing, you know, your life for the last few weeks. What's new in um Zanger's Industrial or Well, I ha- I really haven't been working for 3 weeks. Don't tell me you're on maternity leave. Paternity leave. It's oh, funny. God. So I you know that, you know what? That just cracks me up because the, your new generation, I mean, it really is funny and I respect it. I want you to know that first and foremost that I do respect it and I think it's great. But I think about, oh my gosh, you know, you're like back in the never, shop the next day. I had 3 kids, we banged him out in no time. I don't think I missed a day. And my wife who does hair literally 24 hours after giving birth to our daughter she was doing hair in the beauty shop. Right, right. So, I mean... Did you sleep? Did I sleep? Either yeah, I don't know. We, I, You know, well, she wasn't breastfeeding. You know, we just gave the kid the bottle and boom, the kid went to sleep. And we, you know, it didn't seem like a big deal back then. My wife is still working. She's answering emails and sending emails and stuff like that. So, I know, you but, know. you know, it's just funny. And I am a little bit doing that too, but I haven't been in the office in three weeks. I need to go back. Wow. Like right away. Yeah. It's going well. And yeah, I did put on the calendar to be on paternity leave for eight weeks, which was kind of a joke. I mean, uh, that I was, is it was funny. It was, it was only three, but there are some, you know, places where they really do legitimately give paternity leave as a benefit. And, you know, I got to be honest with you. It's kind of, I've never done this before, like taking off this much time, but it was really nice to be able to help my wife and, you know, take care of the other kids and kind of take it easy for a little while. I was, I was reading books, of course, some of business course books. You were. That was actually one of the things that I was going to talk about as it related to business. I'm I'm reading this book called um, The Four Disciplines of Execution, and it has like been blowing my mind. Is that what Julie mentioned? The other she day? mentioned that same book too. Yeah, just coincidentally, right. that she was reading. I know that was that weird. I was. It's been blowing my mind because you know we have every week we review like our scorecards and sure. stuff like that, like you know whether we're hitting our numbers and all that kind of stuff. Yep. And it's so like almost exhausting and boring to review them. And this is, is it really, a balanced scorecard. 
it's a lot of different things. It, it would take me a long time to get into it. Um, but we, re- as a leadership team and, and some of our other teams, they review their numbers. And, you know, if there's an issue there, we discuss it. But they're all mostly like what you would call lagging indicators. And I, I understand the difference between a leading and a lagging indicator, but we really haven't gotten ahead of it in a way that we should. But, and the engagement has been pretty poor. But this book is really blowing my mind, helping me to really think about how we need to do things differently. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited to start implementing some of these methodologies from 4DX. That's our new tagline, think differently about manufacturing. Exactly. That's what you got to do. Tell the uh, Metalworking Nation about what you've got on the docket for manufacturing news today. Uh, we, we both got this uh, press release recently from our friend Harry Moser, who is part of the Reshoring Initiative. Um, we had him on the show, gosh, that must have been, what, a couple years ago, huh? Yeah, we did. And maybe Harry, somebody, if if we get some feedback from the Metalworking Nation, you know, we can bring Harry back on an annual basis, kind of like we do with the Chicago Manufacturing Economist. He would be a good person to have back on regularly. Yeah, Harry's it, a good guy. Talks, he's smart. Yeah, he's a smart guy. He's a good guy. And it's re- very noble what he's doing. And, and what it talks about is that there's been 171,000 U.S. jobs added in manufacturing since 2010. So that's really good. I mean, and you know, the numbers for That's more than good. That's that's, that's killing it. It's it's killing it. Yeah. yeah. And you know, one of the things that, you know, Harry does with his reshoring initiative is that, you know, he works with gathering those kind of numbers and bringing it together because he needs to present those numbers to other governing bodies in order to, you know, get those investments in the manufacturing community. Um, so it's great that he does that, but it, it was it was great to see 171,000 US jobs. And you know, the number of US jobs in manufacturing, I don't especially as a percentage of our total population is never going to get to where it was before no, but due I, to automation but but uh, and, yeah exactly and, and, automation and, and, is is you know innovation and automation exactly exactly and i'll talk about this totally side comment i'll talk about this later but zengers we're going to actually start getting into the robotics side of things cool so, yeah so awesome uh, it's, it's it's kind of in the planning stages right now so we'll see no not as a company but as a adding value to the um, machining industry specifically cool i'll be talking to you about it jim you could be one of my uh, guinea pigs. Oh, a beta? A yeah, beta? Exactly. A beta test? <laughs> I'd love to try that. This report has been great and you know, love what Harry's doing and um, we should definitely have him back on the show. Yeah. So I just want to tell the Metalworking Nation, if you're not at all informed about what Harry Moser does, I just want to read this paragraph which tells about his initiative. And it says, data for this report comes from the Reshoring Initiative Library of more than 5,000 published articles, privately submitted reshoring case studies, and privately documented cases. The report provides data and analysis in 10 different categories, ranging from the number of manufacturing jobs gained to reasons cited for reshoring to a breakdown of data by industry, country, region, and state. It also includes data on the nearshoring trend, which is Canada and Mexico. And it goes on to say the last uh, couple sentences, a 50-year manufacturing industry veteran and retired president of GF Aji Charme, Harry Moser founded the Reshoring Initiative to move lost jobs back to the United States. For his efforts, the Reshoring Initiative, he has named to Industry Week magazine's Manufacturing Hall of Fame 2010. 
Additional information on the Reshoring Initiative can be found at reshorenow.org. So check it out. He's a good guy. There's a lot of metrics and data points there on his site. If you deal with a particular customer that is outsourcing to another country, you can use a tool on his site to actually figure out and show your customer that actually they're not saving all that much money that they think they are. Yeah, he does a great job with this. So like as kind of like a um, really boots on the ground example, he has done a lot of work with um, with Walmart um, as a part of their initiative to bring manufacturing goods back to the United States. Um, He's done work with them in order to help them do the sourcing and just look at the data and make sure that it is cost effective for that to for for them to do that. So, you know, he, he does really help small and large corporations to get this job done. Oh, gosh, Jason, I am thrilled and excited about all these co-located IMTS conferences coming up at IMTS 2018. You're thrilled and excited? I'm thrilled and excited. That's a lot of energy. I was just scrolling through right now. They have an additive manufacturing conference presented by Gardner Business Media. They have an applied AM EOS Additive Day. They have a global automation manufacturing summit. They have an industrial laser conference. They have a top shops workshop too, which is presented by Gardner Business Media as well. These are things that are really going to help manufacturing leaders grow their business, equip and inspire them just like you and I do with the Making Chips podcast. Yeah. I mean, you can spend a full six days all day long and really learn something every single hour of the day. We will be there every single day too. And I hope we get to meet some of our listeners, we but don't to. forget, go to imts.com, register for the event. It's September 9th through the 15th, downtown Chicago at the McCormick Place. It takes up the entire convention center. IMTS is huge. The largest conference at McCormick Place, Chicago. So Jim, we now have Peter Eelman the VP of Exhibitions and Business Development at AMT, the Association for Manufacturing Technology, here in the studio with us. Welcome, Peter. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good to see you. Last time I saw you guys, we were lounging by the pool in Miami doing a podcast. It was was nice. It was fun. It was a good evening. I had my fedora on, Jim. Yeah, it was was fantastic. Jim had his bathing suit on. No, you didn't, did you? You I don't think any of us went with the bathing suit look, but I tell you what, it's a lot warmer down there than it is here in Chicago, but it's still always great to be here in Chicago. You bet. Absolutely. So last time you were actually on Making Chips, Peter, was episode 63, which was quite a long time ago. It was during our Manage and Mitigate episode where we talked about developing a crisis management plan. But that was you know, a little conversation that we had about IMTS 2016, and we're already at IMTS 2018. It's really hard to where believe. Where has the time gone? It goes faster and faster every cycle. And as no somebody kidding. who's been through a lot of cycles, I can tell you that times move fast. So 22 years, that means 11 IMTSs? Uh, or that's, is it more? that's only as being the boss. Okay. I've been involved in oh, IMTS really? for, four, this will be 40 years. Wow. Is that right? Wow. Tell us a, just tell us a little bit about that, because I did not know that. Peter. I've been on the all sides of the fence, as people say. I was an exhibitor. 
I was an exhibitor for the first several shows that I was involved in. I was with Warner and Swayze. Remember that great I old do. name? Absolutely. I used Absolutely. to do their booths for them. And then I worked as a consultant for AMT for many years in developing IMTS and growing it. And finally, they said, you know, we're tired of paying you from afar out in Chicago. Why don't you move into our headquarters and run IMTS for us? And I did that in 1996. Great. So what was the new technology 40 years ago? Just out of curiosity, was it a bridge port or what? You know, what, what was it? Oh, it was, it was C- CNC, DNC. Okay. Yeah. All of that was kind of the new thing. See, I wasn't even born yet. So. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I was born. I'm just making... He wants people to think he's 18. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The fact is he's just, he just pumped out four kids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Well, I, I'm, just, I'm admitting that I've been around this business for 40 years, so that's as far as I'm willing to go. But yeah, I think, you know, back years ago that the new technology was, well, it was NC and then it segued into CNC. Yep. And, you know, I think the thing that's been consistent over the years is the cutting tool technology has always been there, relevant, new things, new coatings, new ways to grind, and then, you know, the coolants and everything else. So, yeah, it's it's been a long haul. Long haul, a lot of new equipment we've seen introduced, and IMTS has always been the place. When you go back through the shows, you can remember, oh, that's the year they introduced the Traveling Column Machining Center, or that's the year that we first saw additive manufacturing or things like that. And that's kind of the thrill of it is to look back over all those years and wonder what it is going to be that they talk about for IMTS 2018. Right. And it certainly is getting bigger and better every other two years. I mean, last IMTS 2016, uh, looks like you had 1,275 exhibitors in here in September 2018. You're up to 1599. Yeah. That's a huge wow. increase. Yeah. It's a big increase. It's a big increase in floor space. It's a big increase in number of exhibitors. And it's something that we're seeing as the show continues to expand beyond just the core. I mean, let's remember, this was the Machine Tool Show way back right. when. And yeah. the Machine Tool Show is no longer the Machine Tool Show. It's the Manufacturing Technology Show. And as such, as you well know, Manufacturing technology branches in lots of different directions. Sure yeah, does. so I mean, for those of you out there who think, well, I was at IMTS two years ago, it's a lot more this year. I it's mean, always you, you a lot more. Out, you yeah. betcha. It's, it's, it's new things. It's expanding scope. And that's why IMTS continues to expand. And uh, we're kind of approaching possibility of all-time records here. And there's a little funny story here about all-time Tell records. Because, you know, the all-time record of IMTS is 1,415,000 square feet. Wow. How did we get to that number? Well, do you all remember that period of time when dot com was around? I do. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. like uh, before the 2000, yeah, right? Yeah, the dot, dot coms pumped IMTS up with all that money that they had, and they showed up out of nowhere, and they were going to revolutionize the business, and we had machinetools.com, and we had buymachines.com, and they took all that seed money, and they bought nice booth space, and then they bumped up IMTS, and two years later, they were all out of business. Yeah, and so when you look at IMTS, you say the history of how big the show was. If you take those IMTS.com years, those dot com years out of the picture, 
IMTS for the last few years has been as big as it's ever been in pure manufacturing. Wow. Yeah, I remember going back to those years as a distributor of tooling. Um, I remember they were like, yeah, that's going to put you out of business. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Really? We're all still... Well, they're out of business now. We're here. They're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But look, there's... Look a, how it's landed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's changed the business, obviously. Well, it's yes, changed the way we distribute. But it's also still a, you got to see it business. You got to touch it business. You got to really get involved. And that's why and MTS is thriving. Value. You got to look at it. You got to see it. You got to experience it, especially with new innovations and new technology. Till you see it, you don't really know what we're talking about. It Absolutely. really is like going to Disney World. If you're in manufacturing and you are touched to the industry at all, and you're going to spend any amount of time, that is the place to get excited about the industry. Well, I don't like Disney World, but I like IMTS. Really? Yeah, really. Well, your kids are still young. I don't like me. You'll, you'll get there eventually. No, they're not going. Well, excitement is the word you Exciting. use that I like most. You look at the folks that are arriving at IMTS on the first morning and filling up the concourse, and it's palpable. There's the an excitement, energy in the, air. the energy is there. It's not something you experience at many shows worldwide when you arrive. The one thing that's also great about it, there's an excitement in the air and the energy and it's, you know, there's a lot of, you know, diversity amongst the people that are there. I mean, you just see all people from all walks of life and all parts of the country and the world. Um, it's it's crazy. 117 countries at the last IMTS. And Peter, before we hit the record button, we, we were talking offline about um, registration for 2016. You said there was 115,000. Yeah. And already you're anticipating at 120 would be an all-time high. We're looking at tracks that are telling us it's early in the registration game. But as we register people, we're tracking towards big numbers. There's a lot of uh, economic forecasting that we do as AMT, the Mm -hmm. Association for Manufacturing Technology, tells us that there's just that kind of demand. There's that kind of interest that make us enthusiastic that we're looking at a number not only big in exhibitors and space, but big in attendance as well. Yeah, and I always joke around with people that, you know, are outside of the manufacturing industry and I tell them about IMTS. You know, I, I always mention, hey, you know, the consumer electronics show, CES. Well, this is bigger and it's better. Well, you know, they like to publish numbers that are a lot bigger than us, but you know, I always maintain I think they, they, they sort they? of cheat a little, you know. I'm no, that's I would never say that about one of our, our fellow associations, but they would know what to do. Their numbers them. include a lot of things that don't really go with the machinery manufacturing industry. They have some displays in that business that are in ballrooms and, and things that are in hotels that count toward the whole. Well, you know, in our case, it's pretty hard to put a machining center inside of a hotel ballroom. So we really don't have those kinds of things with us. What you see at IMTS is what you get. When you arrive at McCormick Place, all of IMTS is right there in those four buildings. Yeah. And and the stuff that's in their booths, you can stick in your pocket. I mean, we're talking about million dollar machine tools. Right. Not much pocket sticking in IMTS. No, no, no. no. And the, the four buildings, east, north, west, south. I'm looking at the square feet. It's a of million, million and a quarter over that. I know. It's crazy. Feet. Yeah, I think total when we get done will be around 1.4 plus million square feet. We're still selling some space. We're still toting up some of the areas, including the student area, things like that. So I think we're going to be over 1.4 million. And that's really brought on by the ability to use a little bit more of McCormick Place this yeah, that's, time. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's almost the size of you know a uh, wealthy Hollywood movie star's house, right? Million and a quarter square feet. I thought it was. I've, not, I've never been in a Hollywood, a wealthy Hollywood movie star's house. I thought it, obviously Jason has. I thought it was Jim's hometown. I don't know. 
<laughs> well, let's talk about um, the footprint um, because there are some new areas of IMTS that people really need to pay attention to. One thing of note is the E-Hall, which it is part of the East Building, but it's a little bit different and it's on the lower level of the East Building. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, this is like the new old for longtime IMTS veterans who re- will remember from years ago before McCormick Place built the West Building. The tooling and workholding pavilion was always located in the lower level of the East Building called the E-Hall. The E-Hall kind of, after we moved out of it, it kind of fell into disrepair, wasn't used, wasn't made available for trade shows. The McCormick Place was going to go in different directions with it. But over the years, we've been able to convince McCormick Place that it is an exhibit hall and it ought to be spruced up, put back in service. So for this IMTS, we've been able to do that. We have enough demand for the space. So you'll see the components pavilion in that area. You'll see an expanded area for the CAD CAM systems and software and some digital factory automation that's with our partner, Hanover Mesa, Hanover Fairs. They'll all be down in that area. So an area that wasn't used at the last couple of IMTSs will be virtually full in that E-Hall. It's easy to find. If you park in the East Building and you come up from the parking garage to the registration area, it's right in front of you. Can't miss it. That's great. And you also mentioned that there was you had to say no to 40 CAD CAM companies. You, it, last year, you had to tell yep. them, sorry, you can't be a part of ITS yep. 2016. No and now you, you were able to say yes to them. You were asking earlier, how do we go from 1,275 exhibitors to 1,599? That's how, is we're able to open up some space that we didn't have, bring in some companies that both you want to see and they want to see you. So it's I didn't a, know there was a great combo. CAD CAM companies as it was that, you no, know, there's now, a lot. now there's, there's, a there's lot. even more oh, than yeah. that. There's a lot. software and, yeah, uh, you know, it, the digital transformation of industry is coming so fast. Oh, there are crazy. companies daily. Yes. And, and our list, even though we're emptying it, is continuing to grow daily. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some that work out of DMDII right here. You betcha. And, and our standard MT Connect has spawned a whole bunch of companies that help hook factories together and get machines to talk Absolutely. to each and, other. And you also mentioned that there was a um, West Ballroom expansion. Yes. When you're in the West building, you're really only in kind of the south side of the building when you're in the exhibit hall. I would hall. have thought we took up the whole thing, but I guess uh, not. The south side of the building is an exhibit hall. The north side, from the, I'm talking from the concourse, the middle of the building. South side is an exhibit hall that you're all familiar with. North side is offices, but also four gigantic ballrooms. They've never really had much of a role at IMTS. We're bringing them in this time. Uh, they'll be featuring an expansion of the tooling and workholding pavilion. We'll have a number of our China Industry Association exhibitors in that area. It will essentially expand the West Building floor from just the south side to cross the street or cross the concourse, not really a street, cross the concourse to the north side, and that will be featured. You'll see it plainly and prominently as you go through the West Concourse. Right. Is there any more space at all available to that you could actually get an exhibitor in? I mean, what would be the next? I mean, it sounds like you're utilizing every... This, this show will come close to uh, filling it up. Yeah. There's really not wow. much more unless we start to look at some alternatives and... You know, who knows? Down the line, there's always been talk about McCormick Place building another building. So yeah. we'll they see. They could. They we'll could. see. So tell us about the emerging technologies, because that that is really where it's at. It's all about 
technologies and innovation. It looks like you're adding some... Thinking differently about manufacturing, right? What do you know? What a great tagline. Hey, there yeah, you that's go. That's what we're doing. That's what we're all about. There you go. So elaborate to us a little bit about the new additive ETC West Building Labs. All right. Well, first off, Emerging Technology Center, what is it? Huge. It's It's joined kind of as a given at IMTS. And this wasn't always in IMTS. We kind of put this in about 12 years ago as a, some way to start showing real front-end technology that maybe isn't for sale yet. Maybe it's just, you know, being developed. And with that, we've been able to partner with some great partners. It's where we first introduced local motors and the 3D printed car. It's now our partners at Oak Ridge National Laboratories. Show us what is really out there. What's happening that you can wrap your head around that maybe in a couple of years you can see right out on the show floor and by. Because additive really isn't new. Not anymore. But now there is new additive. Is that how I'm reading it? Yeah, you got yeah. it. There's yeah. there's things that are being done with additive now. Well, they're getting better at metals. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's really is. It's the materials. It's the, gotta uh, be. Additive, it's gotta be. additive as a technology is being understood better and better. But the materials, the composites, what you can do with it, so much more exciting and so much more practical than we were initially showing. Now, that will be in the West Building. Also, in the North Building, where our normal Emerging Technology Center is, we're going to dive deep a little bit and explore what we call the digital transformation of industry. We are going to have a number of companies that are going to help us, but mostly we're using things like the Advanced Manufacturing Research Center, our partners at Oak Ridge, to come up with a little examination of what are we talking about? Virtual reality, augmented reality, different ways that you can use the digital transformation in a factory environment. It's very so how, exciting. How would the average machining executive use augmented or virtual reality in their shop? Well, certainly you could take a look at repairing machinery. Okay. Something goes oh, down, I've you want to reach that you, technology. You, yeah, yep. you don't have to wait for a serviceman. Yeah. yeah. So you you're, you have your glasses on or whatever. And Hook you're it up, at talk it. to the factory, yeah. and they'll guide you through it. How cool is you're that? You're back online in 10 minutes instead of three days while you get Well, you don't have to man. wait for somebody to physically come to your facility to exactly. repair that machine. And there's so many other ways that as we're exploring it, that's one way. And the key to the whole digital transformation is looking at manufacturing differently. In your words, this is a different way to look at things. Digital manufacturing is here. The more you learn about it, the faster you're going to adopt it. So you also mentioned about mainstreaming technology. Tell us a little bit about that. You know, we uh, were always proud with the Emerging Technology Center to introduce things, right? We had the world's first 3D printed car in 2014. I remember that. We printed a house last time. Yeah. Put it there. Well, part of this is, you know, those were concepts. They're fun those to look were fun. at. They were first-timers, right? Do press but how far, is, how far has additive manufacturing really come? Well, it's come so far that... Not only is additive a part of IMTS in the display of showing what it is, we're using 3D printing technology in the displays themselves. When you walk into the show and you're going to go under an entrance unit, it says, welcome to IMTS. The That's going to all be digitally? 3D printed. Oh, nice. wow. 3D How printed. cool. That's and we, we are really thrilled about that because it really does show that an idea 
a concept. Moves yeah. forward over time and becomes mainstream. We're 3D printing entrance units at the South Building, North Building, you walk into the West Building. You'll see the display. We'll put a little sign along it. But it's just to show you that some of this technology that we consider way out there, the way out is not so far out. Yeah. So maybe like a 10 years ago, IMTS, where it was very conceptual. Now we've got the entrance yeah, we're unit. Doing the, yeah, yeah, we're doing, doing it as a regular part of our business. Yeah, absolutely. And how should guests prepare themselves um, for IMTS? Yeah, that's a big one. I wrote some notes down here. I mean, it almost seems daunting. Well, I think you need to prepare. That's the first thing. Don't just walk into the building and aimlessly walk around because you're just going to... I mean, there's just so much to see. you got to plan it out. Unless you, you really have good shoes. I wouldn't do the just walking around route. Right. I think How about you, those shoes with the little um, like uh, wheels on the bottom? Is that acceptable? Yeah, anymore? no. I don't no. think we're no? going to go for those. those. Okay. No, no. But like I, the kids are wearing... You, I don't need to break my leg. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't we don't need to uh, pay off the lawsuit you're going to hit me with when you do that either. So, so we're probably going to say no. I can tell you, I've you know looking at those big halls, I've often thought, why not rollerblades? You know, I put a lot of miles on, but. I can't do it. I either, can just see so. the press release. Peter Emlin kicks out Jason Zanger out of IMTS <laughs> yeah. for wearing wheeled shoes. <laughs> but you know, Peter, it, how many days should people think? I mean, this is more than a one day thing. If you really want to see it all, yeah. How many days should people plan on being there? Well, I think the key is how much of it is really important. You have to see. Then how much do you want to see? And then where's your extra? So I think you start by saying, "Here's my musts." Here's my must-sees, here's my must-compares, here's my must-talk-tos. And the way you do that is you go to the imts.com website. Everybody pushes your, their website, but ours has something unique. There is a tool called My Show Planner. We developed that. Now, 98 shows use My Show Planner. And there's an app for that, too. Right? There's an app. Yeah. But My Show Planner was developed for IMTS. It was not developed for the 97 other shows. This was developed by our partners, Gardner Publications, as you guys know pretty oh, well. Good people. They're in the industry. Right. Everything here was designed with manufacturing technology folks in mind. So when you go to this imts.com, you pull up your My Show Planner, you coach it to what you want to see, and it helps you figure out your route, set up appointments, look at what people have, get your hardcore planning done in advance so that when you come you say okay i can click 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 and get this out of the way day one maybe i can spend day two exploring examining getting a little deeper or maybe bumping into something a little bit of structure jason a little bit of structure it's See, not too it, much that's what it's all about don't structure that's, every move though that's what it's all about no absolutely not i and that's to your question the best thing to do is spend multiple days yeah, as much I, I as you can afford, you because it, it's just too much to achieve in a short period of time. And you're going to walk away saying, ah, what did I do? Yeah, it's well, overload. We've done podcasts on the IMTS hangover about, and I remember as a young man going with my father, you know, I would just be completely exhausted at the end of that first day because we were walking and talking and it's sensory overload when you see all this new innovation and technology and you're trying to digest it all and, and take it all in. So especially if people are coming in from, you know, out of state or out of the, the country, 
plan on staying with us here in Chicago for at least a few days. And that's the other thing, too, I want to move into is the neighborhood has changed so much in two years. I mean, there's no more construction. No, things are done. Things are done. And the hotels, you just told me before we went on um, that you, you're you partnering with 88 local downtown Chicago hotels that have set up special rates just for IMTS. IMTS is by far the largest in Chicago. So we have a unique bargaining position and you're able to go through the website, sign up, register. You have access to our complete hotel inventory. And that includes something new, a new hotel called the Marriott Marquise, which probably is what you saw last time under construction. You know, on I don't the McCormick, even know where that's at. I, it's across the street from the West Building. Oh, okay. okay. If, last time you were at, at IMTS, there was building cranes and everything as you made the turn on where King Drive becomes Cermak Road. Okay. There's a big building there. Now it's the Marriott Marquis Hotel. That's the place to stay. Next to it is the Trust Arena, which is uh, where DePaul plays. That's now. where they, the basketball. And that yeah. basketball arena. And across the street, a little further down, just uh, really looking to the west, is a construction site right now, which is three hotels. It's called the Hilton Triple X. And that's because three of the Hilton properties are going to be located there. There is a pretty reasonable shot that some of them will be open in August, which would put them in line for IMTS. Oh. So we don't have them on the website right now because they're not open and they're, we're not sure. But they may be some last minute opportunities for folks as we head right into the show. But that area is so exciting because you're, those of you that have been in McCormick Place for a long time know that area used to be quite dead. Not much oh, yeah. to do. Now it's uh, it's breweries, it's restaurants, all because as the hotels come in, so do the guests. What do right. the guests want? The guests want dinner. The guests want an evening out. So that entire Prairie Avenue, Michigan Avenue area that used to be a little bit, you know, uh, a little bit on the edge, no longer. You said, it that, is you now, said that brilliantly. It is now a redeveloped a mecca, mecca yeah. of restaurants, nightlife. Um, the Motor Row Brewing Company is right there, a brewery within a block of McCormick Place. How great is that? And there's actually on the IMTS website, we did a little video with the owners of Motor Row. So oh, cool. check that one out when you get a chance. Great. Well, well, speaking of Chicago neighborhoods and places that have changed drastically since IMTS 2016 is a mile, half a mile from my house, Wrigleyville. Oh, I know. It's I mean, awesome. It's changed so much over there. New hotel, um, new rest. I mean, the place, I mean, you just, if you've been to Wrigley and you haven't been in a couple of years, it is just, it's it's crazy how, how much it's changed. I might add too that I checked on the Cubs website and there's going to be five home games during all of the six days. Of, you want to go to a game? I'd love I've got tickets. Oh, we're going to be busy, though. Yeah, but we, <laughs> yeah. we got time for a game. We got time you may for be a game. busy, we're gonna but be there every day. You can always fit in a Cubs game. Yeah, yeah you can always find nice. time. And the Sox, I guess, are playing there, too. Did you know Sox, are, Sox are during move in. Oh, okay. Cubs are during the show, and the Bears are the Monday after the show ends. Okay, well, there you go. If, if you want to hit, you know, Sox or Cubs or Bears football, you know, it's all surrounding IMTS. Everything is surrounding IMTS, right? Yep. Right. It's exciting, man. So what do we do as far as registration? Why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, how much it is, how we handle that, what people can expect from the registration process. Let's hype the website again. IMTS.com is really the one-stop place for everything. On IMTS.com, you just click register and it'll give you all the information you need. Uh, We've held the prices for several years now. Visitor advance is $45, $60 if you wait. Yeah, don't wait. Don't I wait. Mean, don't procrastinate. You know you're going to go, so just 
sign up before Absolutely. August 10th, and that way you save some money. And grab a bunch when you're at your place of employment or at your uh, at your factory, because when you get to five, yeah, I didn't. We know knock that. everybody down to thirty bucks. Yeah, because my whole my whole team from Car Machine is coming, and I I just saw the group of five or more is is a significant discount. Yeah, thirty bucks ahead when you get five or more. Wow. That's so awesome. it works for everybody. There's also some perks for the groups badging and places to meet and things like that. There's a group package that you can check out as yeah, you're getting into it as well. Package for my team too. Yeah, I mean you got to do it. It's easier for you and course cost effective, but there are some other perks that you want to check out as well that just help you get around a little better when you're at McCormick Place. I would think too it's really important for people to once they register for the show to book their hotel immediately. Uh, you had mentioned that there's already been 57,000 room nights booked as of uh, April 18th. Believe right? it or not, that's 57, true. 57,000 room nights already, and we're five months away. The way you do it is we prompt you when you go through this registration process. As as Jason said, let's register right now. Get on. Why wait? As soon as you register, you're going to be prompted on the website to go hit this link, and that will open up your hotel pages so you can do it all in one fell swoop and be done, be ready, and then you can switch over, get your ID for your My Map, My Show Planner, and get yourself going. And the other thing that I would recommend is make some restaurant reservations too, because I was trying to make a reservation this weekend for my wife and I to go out on a date, and I couldn't get it. So, I mean, even when IMTS is not in town... It's hard to get a reservation at the great restaurants. And don't go for subpar restaurants. I mean, there's such great, affordable restaurants in Chicago that, you know, you just need to plan ahead a little this bit. This is by, without a doubt, the best restaurant town in the country. I don't yeah, think I there's think any so. dispute about that. We're doing some filming right now, and there's also an inventory of restaurants on IMTS.com. Filming at some restaurants? At IMTS TV. Okay. Well, I know. would think, I think we're gonna be that, on that you guys yeah, might want to come along with us when we do our next little session. We'd love to. We've love got to. a great relationship with a group called Choose Chicago, which is basically the Chicago Convention and Visitors Bureau. We're going to have them on the show. And they will be on with us. They are our hosts, and they set us up with all the great restaurants in Chicago. We do a little video, a little tasting, give you an idea of what style of restaurant there is. You know, there's there's a lot more than just steakhouses in this city. There's a lot of a lot of great steakhouses, do not get me wrong, but there's also a whole variety of, of restaurants that we've got a an inventory of probably twenty five or thirty right now on IMTS.com and we'll add a bunch of new ones in the near future. Sounds fantastic. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a busy week, but um, I think with some good planning, we can make the most of it too, Jason, and just uh, really elevate the whole week. As a matter of fact, I think your audience will be able to see you in person at IMTS. Oh, yeah, have you that. made oh. that little announcement? Well, we have been talking about it a little bit. Jason, did you want to go ahead and... Yeah, I mean, we're going to be on the um, main stage in the Grand Concourse every single day of IMTS at noon, I believe, yep. uh, doing another Making Chips show every day. So we would love to have uh, the Metalworking Nation come out there and um, you know come and watch live. And it, it, we're just going to have a lot of fun and it's going to be loud and we're going to have the the Making Chips music pumping. And Well, we're pretty excited to have you guys there. It's a part of the event. We Manufacturing is a community. There's no doubt it's a community. And this community really connects at IMTS. And it, it really, having you guys on the stage, having a lot of our exhibitors passing by, saying hello, that's what the industry is. And, it, and that's what this week is. The September 10 to 15 date is when everybody just says, you know what? We got to connect now. Yeah. 
it's like Woodstock almost, you know, everyone's just coming there and learning and equipping and we're getting entertained and having fun and laughing. And it's, I don't think it's, that's what Woodstock was about, though. You don't think so? No, oh. I wasn't there. I wasn't alive once again, but I, I don't think that's what it was about. Oh, well, you got to, you know what? Maybe you should read a book on it. Okay. Maybe it's Woodstock minus the mud. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> What I would tell everybody is, you know, plan ahead for this thing. I mean, as Peter mentioned, there's just so much going on. There's a million and a quarter square feet of exhibit space. There's going to be 120, 25,000 people. I mean, it's going to be insane. You know, book your hotels, book your restaurants, plan ahead. Just do what you need to do in order to be really prepared. Get your Cubs tickets. Maybe if you're nice to me, I might take you at a Cubs game or something uh, like that. No, he won't. Or a Sox game or no, something like he's that. Just you know? that. Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, but I mean, Peter, it's been great. I mean, I'm glad that we had you as the expert of all things IMTS. We were kind of joking around before we started recording. Jim kept saying to you, did you know, Peter? And you were like, yeah, of yeah. course I know. I know everything about <laughs> IMTS. Well, 40 years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a long time. It's been as long as I've been going, but not actively participating like you have, of course. But yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. And um, it's super exciting. It's super exciting for the industry. And I think that anybody that isn't going to show up is really going to miss out and miss even a little bit of information, they're going to definitely be equipped with some new technology to take back to their um, businesses. You got less than five months as we're recording this today. It's five nice. months. It's yeah. coming. There's all kinds of information. Again, imts.com is a great place to hit because you can also put your name in there on the mapping part and you'll get updates from exhibitors, what they're bringing what's of interest to you, and you can customize that. So you can start to learn about IMTS well before you get started. I'm going to download the app right now, Peter. You the man. Yeah. With that, Jason, what do we say? Bam. Bam. Peter? Bam. Thanks for listening to the Making Chips podcast. Jim and Jason knew that the metalworking nation, the community of world-class makers, needed to commit to a new way of leading to stay ahead of the competition. So, Making Chips was created to fill that void, to give you advice from other manufacturing leaders who can push you to take action. Your manufacturing challenges have a solution. And many of them are at makingchips.com. We're going to have the, the Making Chips music pumping. And, um, are you going to have a good time? Uh, maybe a little bit. Okay. Know, when nobody's looking. Okay. okay. So. Well, the, everyone's going to be. Oh, okay. All eyes all right, are going to be right. on then you, Then I might Jason. not dance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll see. I might. I used to be a disco guy back in the day, you know.